welcome to morning prayers. Please stand as you are able to join me in a responsive reading of Psalm number 85, found on page 43 of your Black Appleton Psalter. You have been gracious to your land, O God. You have restored the good fortune of Jacob. You have forgiven the iniquity of your people and blotted out all their sins. I will listen to what you are saying, for you are speaking peace to your faithful people and to those who turn their hearts to you. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring out from the earth, and righteousness shall go down from heaven. You, O God, will indeed grant prosperity, and our land will yield its increase. Righteousness shall go before you, and peace shall be a pathway Thank you. 
And their Lord responded to them, Never will I allow you, never will I allow to be lost the work of any worker among you, whether male or female. You are of one another. So those who emigrated or were evicted from their homes or were harmed in my cause or fought or were killed, I will surely remove them from their misdeeds and I will surely admit them to gardens beneath which rivers flow as reward from Allah, and Allah has with him the best reward. From the Quran, chapter 3, verse 195. Um, last winter, when I went home for a break, I took a class at my mosque. Several minutes in, my mother noticed a woman staring at me. After a while, we dismissed it as a strange occurrence and moved on. Later that day, the woman approached my mother and apologized for staring. Your daughter, she said, looks just like mine. I have not seen her since my son and I left Istanbul. We are refugees from Syria, you see, and I was unable to secure a visa for her alongside us. When I saw your daughter, it seemed for a second like mine was here too. My mosque at home is called the Mosque of Migration, and its air is thick with stories like that one. It was established for those of us who found ourselves here after journeys across the sea, leaving homelands and heartlands bleeding with desperation, named after the prophet's migration too, fleeing other, older oppressions. It marked dusty, well-traveled trails, trails of refugees fleeing drought, fleeing famine, fleeing manufactured wars, trails of young men caught in war on terror dragnets, their families traveling miles to be turned away at prison gates, their first steps after decades returned to the home of migration, trails of dissidents, of gunshots parting seas, of protesters before your very eyes, leaving homes that no longer want you back. At my mosque, we have all of these stories. We hold them, telling ourselves that if we breathe fast enough, they may clear in this new American air, and we pray above all that these migrations mean something, that our journeys are not in vain, that the audience can and will understand the narratives of our lives. Jamal Khashoggi was one of those mosque goers. Like others in our northern Virginia suburb, he yearned for a homeland he had been forced to migrate from. Put miles in between himself and his place of birth, tried to make meaning of that distance, translate migration into change, 
But for Ammu Jamal, it wasn't in the end his migration here that mattered. It wasn't the columns he wrote or the speeches he gave. In the end, his journey away from us into the next life drew the biggest audience, was the most important migration. What does it say about our lives that only the end of them is worth seeing? What does it say about Muslim pain that only its dismemberment, only its careful dissection and presentation to church congregants makes it appear whole? I wonder if that woman's t daughter told her story when she was still alive, would anyone listen? Amu Jamal has migrated to his Lord, but we are still here, still telling the stories of our migrations, of crossing borders and prison bars and dictatorship lines, and even as sometimes I think there is no audience to this pain, here I am, migrating this story from one house of God to another, asking you to be a house of migration in your own self, of hearing and crossing stories while they are still living. The woman I met last winter saw her daughter in me, even with migrations between us. She is still here, so are you. I wonder if you heard these stories, you would see yourself in them too. Dear God, our hands are raised to you, our palms are open wide. We seek sincerely the endless grace that you provide. Be gentle with our souls in all you have decreed. Bestow on us what pleases you in what we need. Replace our state of hardship with your gentle ease, and guide us with your power's prevailing breeze, and place our status over those who took our lands, constrain their evil now, and tightly bind their hands, overcome our foes with your subduing might, unravel all their hopes and force them to take flight, deter their evil aims and dash their unjust plan, Repel them from our gates and mystify each man. Be swift in justice, Lord, in this our anxious hour, for they cannot remove an atom of your power. Amen. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now, please stand as you are able to sing the closing hymn, As Pants the Heart for Cooling Streams, hymn number 303, and your crimson hymnal, hymn number 303.
now may God's peace rest, rule, and abide each of your lives and mine from this day on until we meet again. Let the gathered people say, Amen. Amen.